0: whether he's banging in spirit or in practice <laughs> in <spirit. laughs> he is banging something he's a, he's a, in the banging department outside of you dear
1: shandy welcome back to dear shandy listeners hello andy
0: well that is a fun, fun. outfit i mean that is fun <laughs> that outfit That may be the most fun outfit I've ever seen you wear.
1: Really? This is the most fun? And you've worn
0: a lot of fun outfits.
1: Is this the most fun? It's not necessarily the craziest.
0: That is, as the girls would say, a fun outfit.
1: I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. I mean, anyone who looks at that and says that's not fun doesn't understand anything about life in general.
1: (laughs) It's Q&A day. Yes. And we have some questions to get to. A lot of questions. Mm. You guys have been really pulling through with your questions. So, so many cover.
0: questions. Yes. And I don't want you to think we're not reading them all. Oh, no, we are. We just are backlogged.
1: <laughs> backlogged, and we cannot possibly answer them all, unfortunately. No, but, but we'd uh, like to. Shall we begin? Yes. Would you rather we start with a romantic question or a platonic question?
0: Romantic. <laughs> don't ask me a stupid question. I hate platonic questions. I did <laughs>
1: Hate is strong. Don't say that.
0: I didn't get my degree in platonic questions.
1: All right. This first question is from. (laughs) Please use some made up names of your choice. (laughs) Um, Anonymous. This is from Anonymous. Dear, dear Shandy. Help. Help. First, some background on me and my partner. I'm a 32-year-old woman born and raised in an unreligious Jewish middle-upper-class family in Toronto. My partner is a 36-year-old man born in Argentina. He moved to Canada when he was 12. We currently live in Montreal and have been together for 13 years. Yes, you read that correctly. I have been with him since I was 19. We are not married by choice and are on the same page about that. In fact, we align ridiculously well when it comes to politics, religion, values, etc. I'm writing in because I'm struggling with something that may seem trivial, but I'm not sure what to do all the same. More or less, since I have known him, he has traveled back to Argentina every year to visit his extended family. Since we only get so much time off work, this has almost always resulted in us not being able to take a vacation together. I know he likes visiting, but for the last 13 years, his mom has guilted him by telling him his grandparents are old, so he must go. By the way, all four are still alive. Because of COVID, he has not gone the last two years. And until recently, given the current state of Argentina, we thought it would be another year, so we planned a much-needed post-COVID vacation to Costa Rica in March. Now, his family is guilting him to go visit in February. He's not able to do both trips, and I believe he's leaning towards choosing visiting his family over prioritizing our relationship. In the past, I never have wanted him to choose between our relationship or his family, so I've never complained about no vacation because I don't want him to feel bad. But I really think we need this. Am I being a selfish baby? Should I stand up for this trip or let it go? Honestly, I'm not even sure which trip he would prefer. He just wants to do whatever will disappoint less people. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Isn't that what we all do in life? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Try to just please. Try just to please as many people and disappoint as few as y- possible. Yeah,
1: just constant disappointment mitigation. That's what
0: family is. <laughs> <laughs> in a nutshell.
1: There's actually real truth in that. Yeah. Uh, this is not an easy one. You
0: know. Uh, does, she, does she go with him to Argentina?
1: I. It kind of sounds like she doesn't. That's a little weird.
0: I, I yeah, I mean, like I think 13 years—oh,
1: oh, really? Yeah,
0: it's just—like, she must go with him, I assume. I'm going to assume she goes with him. She didn't say we. That's odd, don't you think?
1: <laughs> Since I've known him, he has traveled back to Argentina every year to visit his he extended family. She did not like we. say we. That's not a we, that's yeah. a he. So that's weird. I'm torn on this one because I instinctively want to side with her because I think 13 years is a really long time Mm -hmm. to not take a vacation together i would love to know specifically if that's actually 100 percent true and every trip to argentina has taken away from one trip between the two of them or if they have managed little weekend getaways here or there i think it matters
0: that's that there's a there's a lot missing here because what i'm confused about is why does one trip a year to argentina preclude any other vacation unless they work like unless he's like a High-level executive in like investment banking or something. I don't understand. She why She said
1: that's... that their work schedules. So I guess a okay. trip big enough where you would go okay. for a while. So you a, a ten-day day trip, ten, yeah. like
0: s- ten to thirty-day trip is off limits. But I they probably that. have taken little road trips. I'm guessing. I, you don't know. I'm we don't
1: know. Assuming that's a possibility. This is the kind
0: of detail. Oh we get yeah, to your we love these need. details.
1: Yeah, because I do think you can make. Something with a weekend, and you can make together time out of that. You, and it doesn't have to be an elaborate vacation.
0: This is this is what I will say. So, and I I will reference uh, the Godfather too. <laughs> okay. There's there's an old mobster, Hyman Roth, who uh, is he's like in his seventies. Okay. And all the other big mobsters have been waiting for him to die. Okay. Because they want to take his his Throne. you know his whole properties. Okay. And uh, Michael Corleone, who's played by Al Pacino, famously says they've been saying Hyman Ross has been dying for 20 years, meaning like every time they want to go try to kill him, they're like, no, 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 he's dying. He's going to be dead. But they've been saying that for 20 years. Okay. It's just, literally, I just ruined the entire Godfather (laughs) trilogy in one sentence. But my point is, is that his family has been kind of guilting him into saying oh you need to come because your grandparents are old right isn't mm-hmm. that what they keep saying like yeah. suggesting like you're not gonna have much more time to see them and yeah. that's been going on now for 13 years basically <laughs> which
1: well also it's just, i mean it sounds like his parents are also there it's it sounds no, no, no. like it's not just about i'm anyway.
0: not i'm not saying it's just about that what yeah. i'm saying is it's driven a little bit by guilt and yeah. i think he's going back there for guilt which is okay i i understand that yeah but I think that he needs to, as in all relationships, understand that the real priority at some point has to be your partner. And I believe that he may have to this one time because she's waited so long, so patiently, this one time just say, you know what, I'm making an exception. We've been through a really hard stretch. I'm gonna prioritize my partner this one time and then go right back to the whole Argentina schedule.
1: I I don't know if I have a clear answer to this one. I I admire the fact that you could take a clear stance on this first of all. It wasn't easy. No, I for me I'm torn because yes, he's his four grandparents are still alive, but you know, you never know what might happen and it has been 2 years. Had it been just one of the annual trips, then it's like, OK, this is, you know, maybe every other year you go to Argentina and then in the off year we go on some sort of right. vacation. Right. But the fact that he hasn't been home in two years, I don't know, I feel for his family, I guess, that they but don't they get to plan
0: see- this trip first. Yeah, she he can't do that. Like, I I agree that if it was a, like, flip a coin decision, yeah. I would say go to Argentina after COVID. Yeah. Your family, you know, you have to your family. You haven't seen them in a long time. You've been with your partner for, for the whole time. Yeah. But he already made the plans to have vacation, so you can't pull back. No, you can't I, say, I here's the vacation. Here, I'm giving it to you. You're my priority. We are doing this thing that you're looking forward to. Oh, no, we're not, actually. I'm just going to do the same thing I did every year. That's not fair. No,
1: you're right. You're right. The fact that the actual vacation's already in place and now it sounds like Argentina is a possibility in February so his family's really pushing for that and then it would replace the trip that they've had planned in March which she feels they really need, that yeah. those were her words. Okay, you're right. You've convinced me. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if there is a, a nice, clean, happy no, answer no. to this a is question a hard, like this.
0: Hard decision, and no, there's going to be a lot of unhappiness from his either family. way. Yeah. But
1: either way, I, if he goes to Argentina and pleases his family, then she's going to be like, "What the hell?"
0: He's going to deal with. When with, are you going with with to choose me? Hot Argentinian rage from his family, <laughs> or long, passive aggressive Canadian <laughs> rage from his partner. He has that choice. I take the hot rage.
1: I appreciate you saying that at some point there is a line that needs to be drawn in the sand where you do choose the the family that you're creating Mm -hmm. more or less. I I guess I feel for the family and COVID it's just, everything's out of the ordinary. And so anonymous, my one thing would be to, to remind you to be, I guess,
0: understanding, understanding and
1: compassionate because nothing is normal right now. And not all of us are, lucky enough to live within driving distance of our loved ones right now. And yeah. so I think a lot of these things are backed up. Vacations are backed yeah. up. Seeing loved ones is backed
0: Everyone's up. Everyone's being denied something. Yes. And they, exactly. they want it now and they want it heavy.
1: Yeah. They're and, like, what do you mean? The borders are open now. Yeah. Like what?
0: We've been waiting this whole time to see you. but well, now you're not going to see us. I think this, there's, there's two answers to this. Mm-hmm. Of the same answer, two sides. One is, if he decides to cancel your vacation and go to Argentina to see his family, you have to be understanding.
1: Yes, because really, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but really, remember, you live with him. You get to see him every single day. Yeah. And that's why I have some heart for the family, because they they haven't, imagine if you hadn't seen your loved one, someone who you love as much, in a different way, obviously, for two years. Yeah. I can't help but feel a bit for the family as well in this.
0: Sorry I agree. to interrupt. You. No, you, you didn't interrupt. It's a, it's a faustian bargain. <laughs> yeah. You you have you you will have both choices are bad. Mm-hmm. One is you will be given guilt yeah. for going to Costa well, Rica. Well, that's the
1: thing even if they go to Costa Rica, it's already a little soured. It's,
0: it's desecrated. <laughs> there's nothing there's no, no pure decision left anymore. Both yeah. of these decisions are going to result in someone being very upset in this relationship. Yeah. But she has to be understanding anonymous mm-hmm. you have to you have to be understanding if he goes to argentina because it is a big deal like he's made a pattern of seeing his family every year they haven't seen him in a long time they finally get to see him it's a big deal but if you do end up going to costa rica and he neglects his family you have to be incredibly compassionate about that decision yes. because he's making a huge sacrifice for you yeah so it's it's there's no good Decision here. This is going to be bad. Yeah. Someone's going to be pissed. As a matter of fact, multiple parties will be pissed no matter what decision is made.
1: She asks, am I being a selfish baby? No. I don't think so. I think what could make this selfish baby behavior is how she behaves moving forward. Yes. With whatever decision he makes. Like, if if it doesn't go the way you want it to go, again, have compassion.
0: To paraphrase all the reactions that I think should be had, if he decides to go to Argentina, you will basically, paraphrasing, say, I'm not happy about this, but I understand. And if he decides to go to Costa Rica, you will heap love on him. Be like, I so appreciate this and I totally understand the sacrifice you're making. So no matter what decision he makes, there's going to be a, I understand, but I'm happy, or I understand, but I'm pissed off. That's your that's all that happens here. Yeah. You you have the choice between those two. But either way, if he decides to go see his family, you have to accept that.
1: Yes. Okay. Anonymous, I know that wasn't a fun answer.
0: Mm, yeah. That's a tough one. That's a tough one Open Decept- up with a tough one. I, I always ask you not to open up with a tough one. <laughs> you really did me dirty. I
1: at a glance, I was like, oh yeah, this no, one was pretty clear. Well, to be honest, you Took it in a different direction than I was expecting. Where were you going? I felt like I felt for his family in this, and I felt this is this is his not- family
0: has his family, and his family has seen him every single year for the last thirteen years. Yeah, but also she lives with
1: him and sees him every day.
0: Yeah, but it's like you know when kids used to come over like in like when I was like a, like like ten years old. Yeah, and and I would have video games back then were a huge deal. Yeah, not everybody had video games. <laughs> yeah. Like there was a huge deal. I had in television, just to give you an idea. Yeah, no, how, I know I how keep hearing about this on television. Yeah. Television was was the shit. Okay. It was better than Atari. Okay. <laughs> no no one who's under like a hundred understands this conversation. But kids would come over to my house for a play date. Yeah. And like we'd play games and I'd like be playing with them, but I'd she's so good at my games that I'd end up playing really long on a life and they would die fast. Okay. And they would invariably this was like a, a like a this was a common theme of the eighties amongst play dates with ten to twelve year olds. It's like, you get to play these games all the time. I only get to play them now. Yeah. So let me have my time. Yeah. And this reminds me of that. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: That's so, so intricate.
0: It's very intricate, very random. Okay. But that's what I thought of immediately when this came up. And I feel like there is a lot of validity to that. Like they do have each other all the time. Yeah. And his family does not have him.
1: Yeah. Wait, so, so whose side are you taking now?
0: That's the devil's advocate side. Okay. I'm okay. Okay. But my, my main advice here is that both, both outcomes result in a problem
1: yes okay i want to add one thing and then i swear we're going to move on this was meant to be a really quick one yeah. but i feel like we always have to remember that everything about a relationship is Yeah. even if even if the person you're in the relationship with you find that you're on the same page all the time you don't have to compromise that much invariably there will be some sort of outlying factor for example his family living in argentina that causes compromise this yep. is just a fact of life.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. There's always compromise.
1: Yes. And so I would definitely weigh the situation constantly. So if he does choose Argentina here next year, definitely we're getting our vacation.
0: And and I'm just going to add one last thing here, Uh which is really a a problem with this question, which we danced around earlier, but needs to be addressed is what's so bad about a trip to Argentina and why isn't she going with him? And if you're in Argentina, You have your big meal with your family. You all get together like, oh, my God, you look so nice. And then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why can't you take a day trip to like the mountains in Chile? Yeah. There's like a, do you realize what kind of, like, there are some of the most amazing Patagonia. There's some of the most amazing places on earth in that area of South America. Like, why can't they see the family, go on a, like a three-day trip yeah, to some I was beautiful hesitant, place and come back? Yeah,
1: I was hesitant to go there, but I think you're really right. Like, there could be a hybrid vacation here, one where they do Argentina for a week and then something else for a week. Like it doesn't need to be all or nothing, and just him That's on his own visiting what, yeah. his family or her. It I don't know. I, I guess I would love to see more more. Uh, That's the compromise in that department. That,
0: this this is where if I was a therapist, yeah. which I am not, <laughs> I would say I think the real issue here is why aren't you going to Argentina with him? What's yeah. going on with that? Is that is that a power move? Is that like a you're you're standing your ground? Like I don't want to be. You don't like his family. I I don't know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. We've been dancing around it with this other issue, which I think we resolved somewhat. But that's the issue. Why aren't you going to Argentina? Why aren't you exploring all the beautiful places that South America has so far? As a matter of fact, my bucket list is South America. <laughs> Me- I want to go to the southwest coast area of South America. That's my bucket list, that whole area.
1: Maybe she went for the first two, three years and then was like, OK, I- you know, I'm good.
0: We need that information. Yeah, would have loved we that information. We need that information.
1: Okay, Anonymous, we've told you all we can with the information we have. Definitely remember compassion, compromise, mm-hmm. and if you aren't going to Argentina ever, maybe <laughs> examine why. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of good stuff to see.
1: <laughs> okay, moving on. This next question is from Lainey. Hi, Shandy. My name is Lainey. I'm 24 and live in New England. My boyfriend, C, is also 24. We have been together for just about six years. Wow.
0: Six years. Whoa. That's, wow. Just about six years. Yeah.
1: C is my very best friend. We have an incredibly healthy relationship and we love each other very much. We are both pragmatic people and we are the similar and opposite to each other in all the best ways. Our personalities complement each other. To answer your famous question, Andy, no, I could not see my life without him, even though we are only 24. This might be awful to say, but listening to some of the questions in this podcast from unhealthy relationships makes me love C even more.
0: Not horrible to say. That's what we're here for.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We live about 45 minutes apart, so we do not see each other every day and have a very healthy level of separation and opportunity to miss one another. We are not at all codependent. We are incredibly close to both of our families, and both of us have siblings of similar age ranges that we spend lots of time with. The only thing missing in our lives is a group of close friends. We both have people who we would consider friends in the loosest of terms, but neither of us have close friends. Neither of us retained many friends from high school or college and neither of us feel an urge to go out and make friends. Neither of us are shy, but we are both introverts. We enjoy each other's company and the company of our families. But when I listen to your podcast, I always note how the writers in frequently mention their friend groups in their stories. So here is my question. Do you believe you need a group of close friends or even one close friend in order to have a successful relationship? Is this something that changes with time? Sorry if this is a bit long. I love your show. Have a great day, Lainey.
0: It's mm, a good question.
1: Yeah. Uh, 18 years old, six years. They're like
0: sort of high school-ish sweethearts.
1: Yeah, and I think that their relationship sounds lovely, but mm-hmm. you can't help but wonder how many friends they each would have made in the last six years.
0: I don't want to get into my feelings about what they've missed because they've also gained what seems like a beautiful relationship.
1: No, no. Uh, to me, they're mutually exclusive. You can be in a happy relationship. They're 45 minutes apart from each other. What I'm focused more on is the emotional comfort that comes from having a relationship. And, you know, I, I, my time to be social will be when, when we have a date. I think that feeding your your social life, even if it doesn't come supernaturally to you, is a huge part of growth, especially in your twenties. Yeah. The fact that neither of them have really held on to friendships in high school or college, you know that I mean, she says they're not codependent, and I believe that, but I think that there is a level of they're
0: emotional socially def- codependent. The,
1: yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't. Where are their s-
0: social worlds.
1: Yeah. It, it, And their families, but it kind of sounds like that. And I'm, I know that they're both introverts, but even introverts have their close knit couple of people that they can be themselves with and that they want to leave the house to see. Lainey, I don't want to sound alarmist about this, but I, you know, you're young and you have, this is, this is okay. I think it's important to remember that your relationship should never be 100% of your life.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree.
1: And so it's important to sort of keep tabs on is my relationship 50% of my life. Like, if if you were to divide your life into a pie chart, I think I read this in Tracy McMillan's book, actually, mm. and it was really helpful. What episode is that? I'll I'll link it. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's a good episode. I'm just saying. Yeah, she was wonderful. And I don't think we talked about the pie chart, but it was in her book. And it was about just sort of dividing up your life. I hope I'm not... I've read a lot of relationship books, so it's possible I've read the wrong book. I will put in the description for this video the book because I don't really remember which book it was. Mm. I'm reading a lot of relationship books these she days. She does
0: read a lot of relationship Oh, books. you
1: know what it was? I think it was Amy Chan's breakup book. Oh, okay. I think it was Breakup Bootcamp. Okay. But Tracy McMillan's book is also fantastic. Great. Okay, so great. Okay, so I will link whichever book it is, but I'm pretty sure it was Breakup Bootcamp and she talked about a pie chart and how if you were... To just divvy up your life, work, friends, school, love life, family, hobbies. (laughs) Can you think of anything?
0: Using the bathroom. I don't know. (laughs) What else?
1: (laughs) Yeah. If you were to divide it up into a pie chart, you don't really want your relationship to encompass the vast majority of that. I don't think.
0: It's too much pressure. It's
1: too much pressure. What happens if something happens? I don't want to sound like all negative Nancy about it, but your life is meant to be lived. And if you are, if your relationship is 80, 90% of your pie, of the reason why you go out, I think a friend group is, it's important to develop that side of yourself.
0: Yeah. Look, it's, let's be honest. It's a beautiful thing when two humans decide like we're everything to each other. Yeah. If it's healthy yeah if it's healthy if it's like really codependent weird that's a different story but if it's healthy and this sounds healthy healthy, yeah it sounds lovely it sounds like young
1: love it sounds beautiful it's fairy tale it's
0: like this is it we are we are enough for each other in this whole planet of people it's just us two in our little nutshell and we're we're happy yes but that's not necessarily sustainable i don't know of any relationships where that continues for 50 years without an issue you Mm -hmm. need to have something yeah outside yeah you need to
1: yeah and worth noting that they live 45 minutes from each other yeah so they both they have the space to explore these other things and i find it interesting that they haven't really Mm -hmm. and i also wonder what about the relationship would change if they did move in together yeah What would change then? It's just worth thinking about. There's
0: a moving in variable, and there's a getting out there more variable. I think both should be done I yeah. sooner than later. Yeah. They're
1: still young, but still people live together at 24. I mean, six years. Six years. That's a long time. It's a long time. I've
0: never had a relationship. This relationship is barely six years yeah. i mean it's more yeah, we, we, but beat it's not, years, we beat six years but it. we're
1: also a lot older than she is
0: yeah but my second longest relationship ever was three years and that seemed long at that point so six years is a long time you should you should i believe think about cohabiting at some point i i think
1: you mean to figure out whether or not to so
0: figure out whether this is a real they can actually yeah, if yeah. you can do it i think you can but you really have to test that out. But I also think you need to get out there. You need to socialize more. Even if it's like heavy lifting, just put in the effort. It will make your relationship stronger if your relationship is meant to be. I find that when we go out and we socialize or I go out with my friends or you go out with your friends separately, we come back together stronger.
1: Always. Yeah. Always. And I think that it really enriches our lives and yeah. and keeps us like keeps our brains working in a in a functional like societal yes. way and if it, that makes sense if we were just together all the time no, i think you start to speak your own language and things start healthy. to get a little weird
0: <laughs> but also you don't even if you become more attached you don't appreciate as much as you should i feel like when 100- i go out
1: 100%. Oh, I'm so glad you're saying that. Huh. Yeah. Oh, that, that was a good reaction to yeah, you like that. Yeah,
0: that was strong. I was very, very satisfied. <laughs> no,
1: but it's totally true. I think that seeing the outside world and developing these other relationships makes you appreciate your other your own relationship even more, not that you have to hate what what else is out there. Yeah. It's just it's just keeping your palate cleansed
0: basically this relationship that they have it's like being in an amazing restaurant yeah for three meals a day you're just sitting there at the table and they're just serving constant every meal is amazing I you're was like waiting why would for we an ever- analogy well, it's coming <laughs> I haven't even thought of the end of this but okay. I will get there okay. but you're just sitting there you're getting food yeah. all the time that's great yeah. why would you leave it's like this is great we don't have to work we don't have jobs we just sit here wake up sit at the table we get three square yeah. mm-hmm. it's fantastic yeah but that's not a life. You need to leave the restaurant and go for a walk.
1: Yeah. Or enjoy a, a,
0: some musical event. Yeah. Or, you know, exercise. Yeah. Or like... Just go for a bike ride, like yep. basic stuff Or to eat round at the
1: out. pizza place
0: at the corner. Yeah, or even eat at a shitty place. <laughs> yes, like the, to the make place. you
1: appreciate how good the restaurant you've been going to is. Exactly,
0: like go to Chevy's and be like, oh, wow, <laughs> we really haven't made. This is amazing. Come back to the restaurant you, you live in and be so happy. So my point is, is that, yes, you can exist in an amazingly good place. Yeah, It is always good in many ways, but without going outside of that place, number one, you don't appreciate enough what you have. And number two, you become extremely dependent on that situation. You become eventually a little bit weird. (laughs) Just saying a little bit, not crazy weird, not like serial killer weird, not weird like people avoid you in the street. I'm just saying you become de-socialized.
1: I agree with that. And I really do think that if we only saw each other, and we spend a lot of time together. Yeah. But if we never made time for our other relationships and our other hobbies and the things we do separately, yeah. I think we would become old, a little
0: off. Oh, yeah. I know I would. As a matter of fact, sometimes I feel like I'm like, you know what? I haven't been out. Like I'm losing my thing. Whatever makes me me. Yeah. Like I need to go see my friends. Like it's almost like medicine.
1: Yeah. I know. and I love it when you do that. Yeah, it's like a reset button. You know what's funny? It shows that you've been rubbing off on me because I was coming up with an analogy and then you came out with your restaurant one. Do you want to hear mine?
0: Yes, I would like to it's, hear yours. It's
1: like a good, it pales in comparison, honestly. Oh,
0: I didn't even think that was great, so it must be really shitty analogy. Well,
1: I was thinking it's like when you have the perfect perfume, or you're at Sephora and you're smelling perfumes. Mm-hmm. You always they always have coffee beans there because smelling coffee beans. Oh, that's right. Resets your coffee
0: or tasting coffee resets your taste buds. Yeah. It's just sort of like a
1: reset button. Yeah. And you could have the most beautiful, like perfect perfume that you want to smell every day, all day, every day. It's perfect. What other perfume could you possibly Mm -hmm. want? But you will eventually lose, like you will either get sick of it or just stop realizing that it's what you're smelling all the time or just you, you won't have any objectivity. Right. If you don't smell the coffee beans.
0: Yes. Life is all about variety. It is. You need to shuffle the deck all the time, even if you use the same deck. Just shuffle it. Yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah. What I find interesting is that she asks, do you believe you need a group of close friends or even one close friends in order to have a successful relationship? Notice how it comes back to the relationship. Mm -hmm. Lainey, I would implore you to think about just your life outside of this relationship. Yeah. I think that the group of close friends or even one close friend could add so much color and interest and adventure to your life outside of your relationship. It's not about your
0: relationship. I'm glad you brought that up. And I'm glad you brought the pie chart up because it's true. Like even if you have like scientifically the best relationship a human being could have. Yeah. That's still not a full life. No. You need to have the other part of the pie. Yes. Or you're just living half a life. Yes. An amazing half. The best half possible. But the whole other half is gone. So you
1: think emotional codependencies, that is that what stands out to you about this? Because she she made a point of saying we are not codependent.
0: Well, let me look look. We're someone, neither
1: of us are qualified, by the way. Is, to yeah, this is what have, I'll we'll say. We're not way.
0: qualified yeah, yeah. to we're not professional professional therapists or yeah, whatever, we're but not, we're
1: not therapists, <laughs>
0: but I will say this, it's like someone who without me asking them says they don't have a drug problem. I question someone who volunteers the information that they are not codependent. That's just, just my feeling, yeah. my gut. And I think that whether you think you're codependent or not, I think you're a little codependent. And And
1: again, we're not qualified to diagnose anything Call it what you want. We don't even have to
0: call it codependent. What you are is you're emotionally emotionally, reliant on your partner to, I believe, a borderline unhealthy degree. I I agree. That's all I'm saying.
1: She asks, is this something that changes with time? This is a tough thing to answer because I think that... If you change it. Thank you. It's not going to happen for you. It's not, French, great friendships require nurturing.
0: Yeah. It's not like people are going to knock on your door and be like, hey, you guys seem to really be into each other. Like, we want to be your friends. Yeah, Yeah. You're interested? No. It is not like more, you know, the church of, it's not like a bunch of like Mormons are going to come knocking at your door like, hello, we are here to be your friends. We, we noticed
1: that your relationship is taking up too much of your pie chart. We want to add some friendship yeah, yeah, into your life yeah. so that you lead a more well-rounded existence. Yeah, no, no,
0: thank you. No, no, we're <laughs> pleased. Thank you. But no.
1: I mean, it can change over time if you choose to embark on that
0: yeah. change. You must You must choose to at least test the waters and I say this with all due respect to what seems like an absolutely, absolutely magical lovely. relationship. Yes. But yeah. there's more to life than just a magical relationship. A magical relationship is one of the biggest parts of life. And if you find it, you are very lucky. Yeah. But there's also the rest of life. You guys need to go and just dip your toes at least into that part of the pie chart. Otherwise, uh you're missing out and you're going to and you're going to hurt your relationship in the end because no relationship, no matter how strong or good it is, can stand on its own without any external ingredients. Yep. And I firmly believe that.
1: I, I really wanted to wrap this. I can't help myself. I have to take this in a slightly dark direction. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I know we're about to wrap, but I just also have to mention 18 to 24 in this relationship mm-hmm. with not many friends, mm-hmm. you can't help but wonder.
0: Formative years.
1: Formative years. What else is out there? Would the relationship be what it is if there were more active social? I lives? was going to go
0: there and I, 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 I applaud you, you for going in that direction. A but.
1: truly good relationship that can stand the test of time is the relationship you choose
0: yeah.
1: despite knowing... Knowing what's out there and having a full life, full social life, test having many it. experiences. Test it. Yes. Test it. Exactly. Put it
0: through the test.
1: Yeah, it means a lot more to be in a six-year relationship during formative years when you both have rich, None. full lives. Absolutely.
0: You've you've basically in your garage had a beautiful 1967 Ferrari. It's untouched. It's not a. The paint looks like it was done yesterday. Yeah. But you've never driven this car. Take it out to the desert, <laughs> to the just desert. floor it, put it up to 210 for like 10 miles and yeah. see what happens. Just yeah. see what happens. Take it, it on a it road trip. It may do great. Take it on a road
1: Take trip. It a road Take it on a road
0: trip. trip. Drive across through, the country. Through
1: other climates.
0: Through other climates. Go up mountains. Yeah. Go down yeah. mountains. Cold, snow, yeah. rain. See what happens. Bring it back. You, you, It can stay in your garage for the rest of your life. Just bring it back from the trip. Put it back in the garage and see how it looks after that. Maybe you're not that interested in anymore. The analogy fell apart a little bit. <laughs> But you get the point. <laughs>
1: no, I, I appreciated that analogy. Lainey, I hope this didn't sound too... What, uh, judgy? Judgy. I didn't mean for it to sound I mean, judgy. she's
0: asking for judgment. She mu- I, if we don't judge, then we're just doing our disservice. The,
1: if I can only pick one thing out of your whole email that I want you to think about, it's the sentence, Do you believe you need a group of close friends or even one close friend in order to have a successful relationship? Those are mutually exclusive. The fact that that question led to the successful relationship, it's about life. Yeah. It's not all about your relationship. That that sentence got me. Why is it still about serving the perfect relationship?
0: I agree. They're mutually exclusive. Yes. Okay. It's like saying, do I need to eat healthy to do really well at my job? Yeah. Like.
1: Like maybe, uh, maybe a little. Yeah.
0: Probably um, somewhat. Yeah. But. Not not the right question.
1: All right, Lainey. Go nurture those friendships. It'll be good for you, whether or not it's good for your relationship, <laughs> truly.
0: And it will most likely be good for your yes. relationship.
1: Yep. But here's the thing. Even if it's not good for her relationship, that's still good.
0: Yeah. There's nothing bad that's going to come of you guys going out and exploring the world yes. separately or together.
1: Yes. All right, Lainey. Good luck. This next question is from Christina. Hmm. Dear Shandy, my boyfriend, 28, and I, 29, have been together for about three months. Everything has been going well so far, and the other day he told me he loved me. I said I love him right back, and I am excited to see where the future takes us. Here is my dilemma it's nothing huge, but I'm afraid of bringing it up and not sure if I even should. So for the better part of 2020 and part of 2021, I had an on and off friends with benefits relationship with a member of my close friend group. I know, I know we were those friends. It was a casual thing and didn't hinder our other dating pursuits. We hooked up about one month before I started dating my current boyfriend. And of course, when my partner and I became exclusive, my sexual relationship with the friends with benefits was a thing of the past. However, This friend is still very important to me. We have a healthy friendship outside of the sex and he's an active member of my friend group. He knows about my boyfriend and he has been friendly towards my partner whenever I bring him to outings. My former friends with benefits is also very respectful of boundaries and would never do anything to jeopardize my relationship. So my question is, should I tell my boyfriend that I used to regularly hook up with this close male friend of mine? I'm worried if I withhold that information, it might come out down the line, and he would be upset with me for not telling him the truth earlier. On the other hand, is it really information he needs to know? He knows about past boyfriends, but when it comes to casual things, would this muddy the waters for continuing a good friendship and possibly hinder trust with my partner? My boyfriend is an understanding and patient man, but I imagine this would be hard for him to hear. He does get very emotional. But I would want him to know if I told him that he has nothing to worry about. I should also note that my former friends with benefits is still single. He has been divorced for two years and is casually dating, not looking for anything serious. What should I do? Thank you, Shandy. Christina.
0: So I have an answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> I have an actual just an answer. Oh, wow. As opposed to a philosophy. Oh,
1: you know, what's crazy is I have no idea what you're going to say.
0: Okay. If she had not written into a podcast to mm. ask this question, I would say, toss up, mm. feel it out. Is he super jealous? Is the friend remotely interested? Is there a torch held at all? Yeah. You know, all sorts of nuance. Tell him. She wrote into a podcast. She's struggling with it. Yeah. It's something she's thinking about. Yeah, What's going to happen is...
1: Like she said, it might come up down the road. It's
0: going to come up down the road and someone's going to slip up. Someone's going to have a few too many drinks and be like, oh, remember the time you sucked my dick? (laughs) Like, wait, what? (laughs) No, no. Whoa, whoa. But... It happens. Yeah. And why tiptoe around? Why spend a lifetime trying to avoid this stupid thing? So what? So you hooked up with your friend. He should be able to deal with it. If he can't deal with it, then there's another problem that you have to write into Dear Shandy about, (laughs) which we'll talk about later. (laughs) My answer is tell him. Don't say like, I need to talk. You know, let's sit down, have a formal like, you know, Mm. like something serious happening here. Just casually bring it up. Be like, you know, I just want to be, I really like you. And like, I want this to be like a fully open space. Open yeah, space. I don't place. want to hide anything. There'd be no lies, no truths that are hidden. I, this friend of, you know, the, you know, the guy, whatever his name is, like we, we, we hooked up for a while, but it's totally nothing. We're, we're done. Like, I love you. You're great. I just want to let you know. Yeah. If he takes that badly, then there's, ooh, there's a big yeah. problem. Yeah. And if he takes it well, then it's great. You have nothing to lose. Tell him.
1: I have a total of three reasons why she should tell him. Okay. The first is there is such a thing as lying by omission. This is one of those situations where if you do lie by omission, you're making it way, way worse.
0: Yeah, you're turning the proverbial molehill into a mountain. (laughs) Yes. Like, oh, why didn't you tell me that you did something with him? Is something still going on? Like, no, I just didn't want to tell you, but now
1: it's a big thing. It's made so much fishier by not revealing it. If we Mm -hmm. were to reverse the genders... You know, she's he has hung out with the Friends with Benefits multiple times in the friend group. I, I do think that it would be a little weird if you were to reverse the roles and then he like kept that from her. That's the kind of thing where a woman would be like, I found this out. That's a red flag, right? right. He lied to me. Why didn't he tell it me It becomes this? a
0: much yes, bigger problem.
1: Exactly. You're creating a red flag. You're the one wielding the red flag by not telling yeah. him.
0: And it's getting redder as time goes yes. on. And it's a deep crimson red <laughs> instead of like a faded, you know, maroon. Wait, yes. right, maroon is pretty red. <laughs> but anyway, you get my point.
1: Yeah. The second reason is it will reveal so much about your relationship and yeah. your boyfriend how he handles this it's information. It's a
0: gift. She has a gift. It's a it's a powerful tool to herself.
1: She, it's a gift to herself. To herself. Yeah, she about can, this relationship. She can
0: get a year's worth of information yes. from just saying this one thing. Yes. Like like let me tell you something. If his reaction is this, what Oh, I don't feel good about this. Yeah. Break up with him. Yeah. It's over.
1: Or if he focuses on why you didn't tell him sooner instead of the fact that you told him at all. Yeah. Like if he's like, why didn't you tell me blah, 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 blah. All of them are bad. Yeah, yeah. Any
0: negative reaction, when unless it's very mild. When you volunteered
1: mild, this information, yes,
0: yes. Is a big, so you're taking a red flag <laughs> okay. in your hands and you're just passing yeah, the yeah, red yeah. flag to him.
1: Based on how he reacts. Or
0: you're destroying the red flag for eternity. It goes poof. Yeah, it's just like, it becomes like a beautiful <laughs> rainbow green, I don't know, nice, flip, the opposite of red. What's the opposite of red in the color spectrum?
1: I think it's green. not it green?
0: It's green. I think it's green. Green is pretty far from red.
1: Yeah, I mean. It's about
0: as far as you get. Stop and go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So okay. tell him, tell him, yeah. tell him, tell him, oh, don't I, make it a serious talk. Believe or not, talk, I though. still have
1: one more reason. Oh, I, I am very one emphatic and I'm so happy that you said tell him because I wasn't sure what you would say to this. And I was like, God, I hope he agrees with me because I <laughs> feel very strongly about this. I
0: feel strongly too.
1: Yeah. The third reason I think, and of course this is the kind of relationship I like to be in in my life and not everyone agrees with this. There are a lot of people out there who are, I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Like I understand objectively that you yep. have a, a sexual past. I don't want to know who those people are. I don't want to know their names. I don't want to. I don't want to know how long they lasted. Yep. I don't. I don't want to know anything. And those, you know, to each their own. Yeah. But the, based on what she's painted about this relationship, it doesn't sound like they are like that. The yeah. fact that she's considering telling him yeah. says that they're not like that. It's okay. But if you're not like that, basically, if you are open to knowing each other's pasts. I think it's a matter of courtesy that if there's someone who you're who your partner's seeing on a daily basis, who you had sexual relations with, especially who it, it wasn't just a hookup, it wasn't right. just a one-time thing, sure. I would want to know. I agree. It's I, for me, information is power. I just would want to know. And, I don't and, want to be the idiot in the room who everyone knows something and I don't know.
0: Yes. It's disrespectful to you. It's to disrespectful me, as a partner. It's disrespectful to you. Yeah, because you should have the information. Especially
1: since this entire friend group, I guarantee knows. you, they all know. And they
0: talk about it. Yeah, They're like, do you she, think he knows about yeah, it? Yeah. And yeah, he's, he's the boyfriend.
1: He, is, the he is high on the hierarchy here. He deserves the, the information that everyone in the room knows.
0: Yes. And by the way, we've talked about the negative reactions. If he has a super positive reaction and actually fosters a friendship with this guy above oh, and beyond.
1: so much about him. Just
0: put a ring on it. <laughs> done. It's done. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. There's so much. I'm excited. I would love to be able to tell a, my partner in this exact situation the thing that she's going oh, yeah. she get to tell Oh, yeah. She gets to You yep. get everything. Yeah. You get everything. And by the way, before we close, which we're going to do right yep. now, <laughs> I speak from personal experience that this is the right move, because I was in a very similar situation, and I chose path B. <laughs> <laughs> very with prejudice, I chose path B, and oh,
1: bad call! It did not
0: work well. Which which relationship was this? To, what, what you want me to tell? I you we'll which, just bleep it. It was it was a uh, it was. Uh,
1: oh, you told you didn't tell her.
0: I didn't tell her. And, About... And then she was.
1: Oh, she was upset. Oh,
0: she was not happy.
1: Oh, I didn't know this.
0: Yeah, it did not did not go well.
1: So when she did find out, she found I, out separately. Or I did you said reveal
0: something it? to the girl? Like the girl said, like we had, we were both drunk, as I discussed. Yeah, and we said something. I forget oh, exactly. Oh, and she what was like, remember was like,
1: that time? We? Yeah,
0: like it was like <laughs> the time when we first met, and then I, I, it was, it was bad. Yeah, and I was just like, oh wait a minute, and then even then. I was like, did I tell her about this? Uh, And it was like this panic where I'm like, oh, shit.
1: Okay, I'm about to say something that's really trite, but I think true. If you can avoid lying.
0: Yes. It makes your life
1: so much easier. Even I'm not even talking from a moral standpoint. Like, think about that. The fact that you were like, wait, did I tell her? That's already just one thread of a web. Yeah. That you had to keep track of that was so unnecessary because no. had you just told her, don't then you're not that thread gone. the web is of uh, smaller.
0: <laughs> don't lie, don't yeah. lie unless someone looks bad, who <laughs> you're supposed to say looks nice. That's it.
1: I think there are times and places in this world to lie, and this is so not one of them, yeah. Because there's so much to gain.
0: Yeah. You meet someone who you don't care about at all, who's like a work person. You meet them in the street. You want to move on. They didn't see the like high and and walk, which is what I do. You know, you do the high and walk (laughs) and they stop and they talk to you and they say, how are you doing? And you're having a terrible day. You don't tell them you're having a terrible day. You say everything's great. Let's move on. That's a lie you should tell.
1: You've done this rant before, by the way. I have? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's exactly- a good, I mean, it's very, if I've done it before, that means it's got a lot of validity. You're I starting to recycle
1: material.
0: <laughs> well, we're almost at our 100th episode. I'm allowed too I to. know,
1: isn't that crazy? Yeah. Almost at 100. Anyway. It's no. like a
0: relationship where you're like, oh, this is where I first saw, you know, something. and You are know, like you've told me that every single time we pass this building, like enough. Oh, we both do that. But that's cute.
1: I do that with my Westville department and you do that with the building in Midtown that you used to work at.
0: It's true, it's and I'll continue to do it, and you'll continue to do that, and you know what? I'll just love you more for it, Aww. and you'll love me more for it, too? No, less. Equal? <laughs> more. That's not the point. Definitely more. More, okay, more.
1: I think we've made our answer known. Yes. I love a clear-cut one. Yeah,
0: there is no question. Tell him and yep. tell us what happens. Yep. We need an update. Don't you dare. We've given you our heart and soul. You give us an update.
1: Good luck. All right, this next question is from A.
0: A what? (laughs) That joke doesn't work anymore.
1: Dear Shandy, I have listened to your podcasts for a while now. I adore you both and I'm really proud to see what you've accomplished. Seriously amazing. Thank you. What a nice thing to say.
0: That is so nice. God, Shandy's, they are good.
1: That's so nice because I don't I feel like I don't spend enough time taking stock of you definitely accomplishments. So. I'm
0: trying to tell you all the time. You don't take stock.
1: So thank you, A. There's
0: no stock taken over there. <laughs> so thank you.
1: I have a topic I'd love to hear your thoughts on, as I really value your perspectives. My boyfriend, 31 male, and myself, 26 female, have been together for three years, living together for two. Our relationship is effortless, as easy as breathing. I love oh, how she puts that. Oh, wow. This is the person who I will spend the rest of my life with, no doubt about it. Sounds great, right? So why am I writing you? I don't know. (laughs) We've had conversations about getting married in the next couple of years. It's something we both want to do. However, the issue we have run into is that I do not want to change my last name. I have a very unusual first name and it does not sound good with his last name. (laughs) This is sounding familiar. Mm -hmm.
0: Although your first name sounds great with my last name. No, you I... just don't appreciate the comedic genius of
1: it. <laughs> it's like Julia Guglia.
0: Charlene Levine. Come on. Uh, let's take a poll here. Charlene <laughs> Levine, am I right? Or That's all right.
1: I relate to A. We'll put mm. it that way. Additionally, I am the last one in my family to carry my last name, so that's very sentimental to me. He is pretty traditional and very adamant. I should change my last name for the sake of our future children. I am very adamant that I will not change it. I am okay with our kids having different last names, but he is not. Hyphenation is also a no-go for me. Every time we discuss it, we end up stuck in the same argument. What are your thoughts on a married woman keeping her birth name? Am I being unreasonable? Should I just give up my identity and suffer with what I consider a bad name for the rest of my life? Do you see any other options? Any advice is appreciated. A.
0: I mean, I have an answer (laughs) and I don't think there's any, I don't think I need to explain this answer at all. I, I, there's nothing nuanced about it. Mm
1: -hmm. Keep your name. Keep your name. A I, so this is actually a a topic I'm very passionate about. It's no surprise that I chose this question.
0: Trust me. We had a, we had a mild, you know, it'd be nice if you change your name. Nope. I was like. OK,
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say it was a fight that came around and around like it sounds like no, it has been. It. Yeah, you didn't put up a fight. I think yeah. you liked the idea of it. I like
0: your name. If you had a shitty name <laughs> and you didn't change your name to mine, I'd be a little more vociferous. No,
1: well, no. here's the thing is, even if it's a quote unquote shitty name, I so think that name. It's, it's you know, it's amazing what societal pressure and just what societal norms make Normal to people, yeah. if you think about it, yeah, okay. If you want to change your name when you get married for the sake of you know, quote unquote family unity, okay. But it's also a pretty crazy thing to demand of someone that it they is. change their name. Like, no, oh, no, it's a big. How deal. many things do we have in in this life that are constant from birth? Throughout our life.
0: If there's anything that's super antiquated, it's the changing yes. of the woman's name. It's It doesn't make really much sense. This is what I will say. If you want to compromise, if you want to give him something, you say, look, I'm not changing my name, but if we have a child, he can have your name or she can have your name. I don't care. That's
1: Well, it, a sounds, com- it actually sounds like she
0: doesn't care. Then that's the compromise. You tell him because the fact is the guy, if the guy's intention is for his wife to be able to say like, this is my wife and she changed her name to my name, that's weak. But if the guy's intention is I want my name to carry on because I have pride, my father and my father before him and all this bullshit, fine. That's a little, that carries a little more weight to me as an argument. So say I keep my name, your kids can have your name. If he doesn't accept that, there's a problem.
1: Yes. I think if he puts up a really big fight over this, I refuse to admit that this relationship is as easy as breathing I say that in all seriousness. And it's
0: as uh, easy as breathing with a reed underwater.
1: Uh, okay. A, I'm going to say a couple of things about this. The first is my older sister also did not change her name. I No surprise, I did not change my name. But yeah, my older sister, they have four kids. She and her husband have four kids. The four kids took her husband's name. Hmm. She she didn't even consider changing her name. But I think that he really wanted to carry on his family name. I did
0: not even know this. I'm just learning this now. Oh really? That's that's amazing. you thought that
1: you thought she changed her name?
0: No, I I was pretty sure she kept her professional for professional reasons oh, no. she kept her name, but I thought the kids had the like joint high, name. Oh no. And now I know that's interesting. No,
1: she again it's I think that it's tough to change ways in this world, you know, yeah. it's tradition, the man's name, blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. She did not pick that battle. She's like, okay, he, he really wanted his family name to be carried on. That's so fine. all four kids have his last name. My sister's a doctor. She kept her name. She yep. didn't even consider changing her name. And you know what? They have the most unified, gorgeous family. Yeah, it's all about, fine. I'm sorry, it's true. It's all about nurture. I don't think there will be any identity issues in your family if it's a good, healthy family. No, who cares? And the other thing is just to use your boyfriend's argument against him. As you can see, I'm very passionate about this topic. To use his argument against him, if he is so hell-bent on the whole family having the same name, then he can change his fucking name. If he wants the kids, then why doesn't everyone just change their name to A's last name?
0: OK, but let's baby step here. Well, I mean, that's, okay, that's no, but a what big I'm saying, that's the big like cultural move for him. Oh, no, the easy way is for him just to name the kids after his name and she keeps well, her
1: name. Well, yeah, but he's the one that's like the family all has to have the same but name. Now
0: you're making it now you're creating a real fight because now you're saying like, well, why don't you do it? And then he's like, well, that's not the way it's done. And then you have a fight. Let's just I I okay, agree with the, the you. I agree with you in principle. Yeah. But I don't think that's a good way to approach it. No, this.
1: I'm I'm saying okay, no you're, you're right. Oh, you're and talking I, and in I'm totally projecting too. This like this is a, sure, but I'm just yes, it is philosophical. Yeah. If his argument is family unity, if that's the reason he's going with for her to change the name that she was she's had her entire life. Yeah then why doesn't he fucking do y- your point it? He's asking is, is something valid. of her that he wouldn't do himself.
0: Your point is valid. I don't necessarily think it should be a talking point in their discussion.
1: Okay, now you agree. It probably would just make things escalate and be yes. very unproductive. So A, don't listen to me. All I'm saying is that if that is his main argument, it has no legs. Because again, he's asking her to do something that he wouldn't, I guarantee you, consider doing himself.
0: Yeah, it's a very, very antiquated tradition
1: it's also very common i mean most of my girlfriends change their names
0: most people do it some people don't it shouldn't be a deal breaker for a relationship say
1: most i i think times are changing i would say half of my girlfriends who are married change their last names and i would say half of them admitted that it was because they didn't love their last name they didn't have a good relationship with their father or there was some reason why they actually were looking to ditch their last name they had no loyalty to their last name which is a great reason to change your name you know so yeah yeah.
0: and i'm not i'm like i kind of almost see myself as a traditionalist in many ways Mm -hmm. and my feeling is that the whole taking of the last name of the man is a very male dominated aggressive traditional historical move like Mm -hmm. why doesn't The man take the woman's name yeah, because it's a male dominated society. And you're just like, you're going to take my name. I, I own you to some degree. And now you are part of me. I'm not part of you. I own you. And I think that's where it derives from essentially. Right.
1: I think.
0: I mean, it's kind of an ownership thing. It's like, you're now me. I'm not now you, you are now part of me.
1: What I find interesting is it's usually framed as a gift, it's like I'm giving you my last name, you lucky girl.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm giving you a child. Yeah. Like that's the, the I I've, I've heard that given like I gave her a child. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, did you <laughs> carry the child? Did you Yeah, that
1: one always gets did You me. have like
0: 9 months of horrible gas and like cramps <laughs> and, and just misery. No, I don't recall that. But my point is it's it's, it's I think a very aggressive male driven power move mm. to make the woman take the last name. And believe me, there's way more to me, I'm offended by way bigger issues than a woman taking a man's name. But I believe that there is no valid argument to say that you should take my name as a man. You do it as a as a gift. Like if if the guy if if you really don't want to, but you're like, you know what, it's a tradition, he wants it, I'll do it. That's fine if you don't care about your last name. If you but don't if you care, care about, your, about last your last she name, she cares. She cares about your last name. Why should you be burdened by this ridiculous tradition? Just keep your last name. The kid's going to have his name, or you can split them. You have seven, eight oh, kids. So, you have four kids, have your name. Uh, okay, sorry. I'm jumping
1: back in here. Okay, so I have another thought on this, which is that I have f- most of the people I know chose one name or the other, or mm. they did the hyphen and all that. Mm. But I do know a couple, they're in London. Who they just came up with a new last
0: name together?
1: <laughs> Don't laugh. I mean, That's like it's like Shandy. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they merged the names. They they came up with a name that meant something to both of their families' cultures. Way cooler if
0: they merged the names. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're from different cultures and different backgrounds, and they came up with a word that meant something to both of their cultures. It meant something.
0: Oh God, that must have been rough with all their accounts and government agencies. Oh, there's and also that. But so, why should cow. only the
1: woman bear the have brunt to deal of with that. that? Yeah, I yeah. agree. Anyway, my point is, she asked do you if any ideas other than a hyphenated name. That is an idea, which is come up with and a surname that will, means something to both of it. And I you. will
0: promptly kibosh that idea.
1: <laughs> why? No,
0: that's, come on. You, you That's ridiculous.
1: To, why is that any more ridiculous than a, one person doing it?
0: Yeah, but you're changing both names to a new name. It has no relation to the old names. You're defeating, it's, it ruins everything. <laughs> Everyone's screwed. No one's happy. Uh,
1: in my opinion, solidarity. Instead of making one person unhappy because she has made it known she does not want to change her name, then they can both be unhappy. <laughs> I feel very strongly about this a I just want to tell you I wrote a blog post about this very topic years ago. I will link it below and I listed my reasons Mm -hmm. and I think I even have more reasons now. But let me tell you I have never regretted not changing my name. And once you accepted that I mean it's a complete non issue in our lives. We don't have kids but I can tell you my sister who does have four it has made no impact (laughs) positive or negative on their family that she has a different last name from their kids and just
0: in general if your last name is joint you're keeping your name (laughs) that's it
1: again if she didn't care this is a complete non-issue the reason why i'm getting as impassioned as i am is because i definitely faced a lot of backlash for not changing my name five six years ago and it really, it was a little shocking to me, honestly, that you would get that much judgment from other people. I'm not judging people who choose to change their name, but I'm judging people who don't let others live and let live.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with changing your name. No, if, if you, you want, want to change to, your name,
1: change your name. Yeah. My mother changed her name. If you're
0: like coerced into changing your name, there's a problem. Yes. That shouldn't be ever be the case. Yes. Period.
1: Yeah. And I do think it's part of your identity. Yeah. I do. Okay. A- Good luck. All right. This next question is from Anonymous.
0: Mm, our favorite.
1: Dear Shandy, I love you both so much. I am a huge fan. I look forward to Thursday mornings the most. It brings me so much joy when your podcast loads up on YouTube and the recaps are extra icing on the cake.
0: Oh, sweet. Sweet. Thank
1: you. You have touched upon a couple of times in the Q&A's, but it does not specifically answer my question, which I've had for over three years since my last serious relationship ended. So six years ago, I started a relationship with my now ex-boyfriend. He was young, 26 and me 34. Though we met, I thought for sure he was at least 30. (laughs) We met because of our dogs. We both had a black and white pit bull. I had just moved in an apartment three doors down from his. When the dogs met, they were instantly friends. They became boyfriend-girlfriend before we were boyfriend and girlfriend. (laughs) Very quickly, the dogs would run to each other and play when we would come back home from work and let them out. We would just sit around and laugh and watch the dogs play. He's a military guy, solid job, bought his first house the next year at 27. He had a real old man mentality. He loves joking about being a grandpa in a rocking chair. We loved each other very much. We were best friends. We laugh constantly and have tons of inside jokes, but it would never have worked out the way we pictured it because he is gay. Yep. I actually knew about his sexual preference and always knew it would have come to an end eventually. But at the time, I thought we were going to be together for a very long time. Like retired, grow old together a long time. Hmm. I first found out that he was gay one night because he was high, like tripping on something high. It was very, very raw and emotional, and my heart literally sank to the ground. On the very next day, I confronted him about it, but he did not say much. I couldn't get it out of him no matter how much I asked. Then it happened again one more time in the similar type of situation. And after that, he started to open up to me more and share his feelings when he realized it. So since childhood, pretty much he would never act on it or had even kissed a guy. I was personally shocked and encouraged him to definitely explore and do so immediately. We talked about all kinds of scenarios and even how I could be involved in his first sexual experience with a guy. But he kept saying that's something far in the future. To me, this is not the reason why we broke up. He may have broken up with me because he's gay, but I broke up with him because of his far right political views, which grew bigger and bigger post-2016 election. Wow, that
0: was a, that was, (laughs) no no pun intended, but that was from, oh, left field.
1: (laughs) He voted independent, then gradually I realized his opinions on the wall, immigrants, the Muslim ban, women's rights, etc. did not match up with my values at all. "'I first thought he was always playing devil's advocate. "'I really thought he just enjoyed bringing up opposing views "'to be more open-minded, "'but I did not think he really had xenophobic "'or misogynistic beliefs.'" I mean, I'm Asian. Why would someone like him be with me if he's xenophobic? And what really broke the camel's back was when I said, you are a white privileged male from a small town. What would a guy like you know anything about a woman of color's struggles in an inner city? His response clearly shows he does not know the meaning of white privilege. He told me how he struggled as a child. The fight escalated to him trashily yelling at me outside my driveway so that all the neighbors could hear. He gave me two middle fingers, called me an ignorant Fuck. And Oof. left in his car. Wow. Two days later, Holy. he called to break up yes. with me. He said, this isn't about the fight. So She I
0: f- called to break up with her? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow.
1: He said, this isn't about the fight. So I said, it's because you want to be with a man. And he said, yes. So that was that for him. But I made him come over so we could talk about the breakup. We talked and we ended it with both of us saying, I love you to each other. Mm. I think it was the next day he sent me a rap video called white boy. And then I blocked all communication with him and his parents too. And I haven't seen or talked to him since. So the question is, I can talk about my story openly. I personally would like to speak openly about my breakup. It's something that I have wanted to do. Tell my mom, my sister, my aunt, His mom, his brother, everybody. Nobody knows why we broke up till this day. I can't say anything because he's in the closet. He asked me not to blast him. And of course I won't. But at the same time, it's my story. I want to be able to say, yeah, we broke up because he really wanted to suck a dick. (laughs) And I don't got one. One of my best friends said, No, it's not my place to say something. We are in a smallish town. His mom and my mom live in the same neighborhood, and I'm about five miles away from them. I have run into them a couple of times. I know all of his mom's friends. So if I say anything to the wrong person, words can travel fast. On the other hand, my other best friend who is gay said, Yes, I can say whatever I want. It's my story. So what do you guys think? Do I have to keep this a secret forever? He is in his early 30s now and as far as I know still locked in the closet. Love, Anonymous.
0: Uh, well, I never thought I would hear a scenario where the second reason why a woman should break up with a man is because he's gay.
1: Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the paragraph about his political- oh, Yeah, but
0: beyond just the way he acted know, about yeah. it, like, holy cow, yeah. he's a total asshole. Yeah. So-
1: Yeah, it's clear he's got some issues.
0: Big time. But and, that's not the point of this and, question. And it's
1: clear that the way things went down, Anonymous wants revenge. Yes. In my opinion. She's, I, she calls it telling her story, but-
0: I will say this.
1: There are two ways to handle this, and one of them is classy and the other is not.
0: Yes. One of, if there's any secret that deserves the owner of that secret divulging it, it's this. Yeah. And I believe that it is one of the most sacred secrets you have to respect in another individual. No matter what he's done to her, no mm-hmm. matter how much of a jerk he was, she cannot out him as a grown man. It's just not something you yeah. should do. Anonymous,
1: this is something you cannot even consider. No. Stop thinking about this. It is. I agree with the friend, the, the, the other friend, the first friend. It is not your place. This is not... You know what's interesting is the title of the email was His Secret, Not Mine. Exactly. This is not your secret to share with the world, especially no. his mother.
0: And also there's this couple of other things like one is he's suffering yeah like you don't need to add to it like he's suffering be classy don't divulge this. and to Small, be perfectly, he's from
1: a smallish town yeah
0: it's no good you
1: think this is easy for no, him he's like,
0: living in hell all his life
1: compassion for why someone behaves the way they do even if it means they act like an asshole
0: agreed and just as a side note it's not going to really help your situation because maybe the fact that he was gay is not something you really need to tell people. Like, just say he was an asshole. That's all you need well, to say. Well, that's what's
1: funny is that I think the reason this ended is sort of unrelated to the fact that that's he's what, gay. That's
0: why I said the second best reason <laughs> yeah. to break up was that he was gay.
1: Yeah, you You're, have plenty to work with that does not include... Yes spilling his secret to the world especially his family his mother's friends oh my god anonymous and
0: and also in relation to what i just said it's like it makes you look better that you ended it because he was an asshole yeah just leave it at that no none of your friends are going to be like oh but why else did it end no no one cares yeah you ended it because he's an asshole Period.
1: Resist the urge to A, seek revenge, and B, use his turmoil, his sexual identity as gossip. Because that's what it's sounding like. Yeah. It's sounding like you want to get back at him. Like, I, here's the thing I relate to you, Anonymous, in terms of your beliefs. Like, clearly, I think it's pretty obvious that we're on the same page as her and not him about the 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 other issues here. But it's those are, again, mutually exclusive. They have nothing to do with one another. It's not your place.
0: And the best way for you to have the upper hand in all of this is the oldest advice in the world is be happy. The best revenge always. Yeah. Just be happy and let him see that you're happy. That's all you need. Yeah. And honestly, like none of your friends care None of your friends care. Yeah. You're just you're just gonna complicate the stew with your friends by telling them he that he was gay and you're gonna totally fuck him up. Yeah. Don't do it. It's not the right move. This is a black and white answer. Yeah.
1: I love how you focus on the happiness thing. Happiness really is the best revenge. And if there's one thing to be taken away from this whole email about him, it's unhappiness. Yes. Yeah. He sounds very unhappy. Yes. Let that be the revenge. That yes. you want in it's this situation, it's more than enough. It's, it's
0: more than enough. Oh,
1: it's way more than enough. Yeah, and I would, I would actually implore you to hope that he becomes less unhappy down the road, yes. and instead of harboring so much resentment, animosity. yeah, and animosity towards him. Yes. Okay, anonymous. I know that's tough, but the high road is always yes. the better road. That's
0: a secret you keep for life until he chooses to reveal it, if he ever yeah. does.
1: Yep. The classy route. All right, Anonymous. Good luck. Stay classy. (laughs) All right. This next question is from JM. Dear Shandy, my question today is about timing. At the beginning of June, I, 31 female, met a man, 32 male, who was fresh less than two months, out of a failed engagement. His oh, ex- I
0: thought he was just going to be fresh. <laughs> that
1: was it. 80s fresh? Yeah. His ex ended things between them, although he maintains it was the absolute right decision, and he never wanted to propose in the first place, but felt pressured. On our fourth date during Pillow Talk, he made the comment that he was in no way, shape, or form looking for anything serious, and really wanted to take his time being single, as he has a pattern of serial monogamy. I recoiled as I had begun to develop feelings for him, and I told him I didn't want to continue our relationship. I was looking for something that stood a chance. He was very upset and made a passing comment about the timing being wrong for us. I said to him at that moment that if he liked me enough, it would really not matter, and he adamantly disagreed with me, impressing on me how much he liked me, too. I ended up reneging on my decision about two weeks later because I legitimately thought- conviction. Because I legitimately thought That if we did the casual hookup Thing for a while He would eventually change his mind Since he is a self-proclaimed Serial monogamist Plus the sex was wild And incredible
0: It's like the same genre Of like our relationship And marriage is terrible Let's have kids
1: That'll solve all our problems. We went on three more dates after this, each one better than the last, and we were clicking more and more. I could tell by his actions towards me when we were together that he did care about me and I was confident my plan was working. LOL. Side note, we hardly would communicate in our off time, but we were were maintaining a once a week date schedule.
0: No, 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 no. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: Not hearing from each other at all before and after our fourth date for four or five days was very common.
0: Mm. Do you want to
1: do, do interject here, Andy, with some opinions?
0: Uh, just finish the question. Okay. I, know, I know what's happening. Okay.
1: <laughs> after our last date, we made plans, but he had to cancel for a work-related issue and then was sick. I love that before I even tell you what it is the
0: remainder of this question will be in quotes air quotes
1: (laughs) and then I went on a two week vacation after he canceled on me and then was sick I (laughs) I assumed things were over between us and he was just making excuses. I was mostly okay with that. I figured we'd end up either dating seriously or fading into oblivion. I assumed the latter was happening and processed that during my vacation. About two weeks after I got home...
0: <laughs> I love that you're thinking... <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I know there's going to be more. They're
1: waiting in the quote position. I think you will be using those about a paragraph I'm, I'm from now. I'm ready. About two weeks after I got home, he reached out asking if I wanted to go out. I said yes, and we went for drinks. During drinks, he tells me that he met someone and is dating her, although they aren't monogamous because he still doesn't feel ready for that. I was not happy, one, being rejected, two, having shaved my legs and cleaned my house expecting sex, (laughs) and three, just blindsided because he had been so hell-bent on staying single. Mm -hmm. After telling me that he wanted to say it to my face because he thought he owed it to me, he then brings up the timing again. He's once again adamant that the only reason we aren't dating is because of timing. (laughs) The woman who he is now dating was his childhood crush who moved back to our area sometime after the last time I saw him. They hadn't seen each other in over 15 years. He tells me that he has very deep feelings for me, but was pushing me away. He tells me I'm the easiest person in the world to talk to and we have the best sex. (laughs) He tells me that I would make such a great partner and how he looked forward to me spending the night because we'd be up all night talking and laughing and how he usually never liked it when a casual hookup would, would sleep over. He tells me that he thought we would end up dating seriously after he'd had a little more time to process. He tells me that he hopes we meet again in the future and the timing will work out. I tell him this is bullshit because he's choosing someone else and the timing could be now. Are you wiping your nose on the mic?
0: Yeah, it's one of the best kind of textures to itch your nose on. It's a microphone. (laughs) It's really nice. It's
1: probably exfoliating too. Yeah. I tell him this is bullshit because he's choosing someone else and the timing could be now. But once again, he doesn't feel strongly enough about me. And that's okay. I am a very even keeled person by nature and remained calm. The antithesis of Tammy during her Thomas breakup. And he remarked how great I was taking it because he would be devastated if I told him I was dating someone else. He said he admired how drama free I am and how great a quality that is in a relationship. And we're almost at the end. When I thought things had first ended between us, I was mostly okay with that, considering we had made our relationship very casual at that point, and I had compartmentalized my feelings for him. But since we had this conversation, I have been having a much harder time letting it go.
0: I'm just kidding. You can keep
1: going. Really? I'm
0: just. I'm already done.
1: We're almost at the end.
0: No, I mean I I got. I know my answer. You can keep reading. I I don't. I don't need to hear it over
1: here. Okay. All right. Okay. I had compartmentalized my feelings for him. But since we had this conversation... (laughs) But since we had this conversation, I have been having a much harder time letting it go. His comments about timing have been eating at me. Please tell me all the timing talk is pure crap. I need to hear that he's full of shit so I can let it go and move on. I don't need to be pining for this man any longer, J.M.,
0: all the timing talk is pure crap And he is full of shit
1: Full of shit He is full to the brim He is brimming You with
0: cannot shit. be fuller of shit
1: Fuller of if shit If you are
0: fuller of shit Then you are just shit What? There is no even cellulose around the shit <laughs> It is just a shit Cell- yeah, there's no, it's like a sack. Like he's like, you're like, the the most full of shit you can be is just a like a log of shit. It was
1: like, he's like sausage casing full of shit. That's
0: what I'm saying. It's like sausage casing. Yeah. It's like a lot, like a cell layer. Like a yeah. cell has like a cellulose or whatever. The thing around the cell yes. that keeps all the junk in. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even have that. This is literally you're dealing with a steaming coil of shit.
1: <laughs> Why do men do this? Why wouldn't he just say... I don't see this.
0: Because he's, this is who he is. This is the, there's a lot of people like him. The point is, you don't have to be the person who falls for it ever yeah. again. Don't give him one more second of your time or thought. Don't ever let this happen again. See the signs. Stop it. Don't. No. No. Bad.
1: I've noticed it's been a theme in a lot of emails. We've been getting a lot of this with women being like, he keeps talking about timing. He, he likes this, but he's still processing this other thing. He's still recovering from this. He still feels that he needs to do these things. He still needs to be single for a while. He just got out of this. He's just gotten that. He, he's off. He's moving wherever or he's moving back from wherever. Like, there's always timing. We're two ships in the night. The timing is off. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that 90% of the time, that's bullshit.
0: I would go out on a longer limb and say 99% of the time that's bullshit. Okay. If a man, and I, and I, and I know this is like, it's the same answer every time, but th- <laughs> this is a tried and true answer. If a man wants a woman, nothing, nothing, oceans, planets. Mountains. Galaxies. Nothing will stand in the way if a man wants a woman. Period.
1: Yeah, he doesn't put a pin in his future no. partner. It's not like, "Oh, I, you know, I I really like you, but I just want to do this other stuff for a while and then I'll circle back." That doesn't exist. Yeah. It just means I like you and I want to do this for a while, but I'm not ever coming back. This is never going to be something serious. When that does happen, it's truly the exception and not the rule.
0: Absolutely. If you are starving, starving Like, you are so hungry that you feel death creeping in on you. And someone says, someone just calls you randomly, say, hey, I got this, my date bailed on me for this five-star restaurant. Uh, It's on me. You want to come? Yeah. And you say, "Eh, I'm not that into French food.
1: (laughs) Is he starving in this situation? I think that's part of the issue is that he's not starving.
0: No, but I'm saying if he was starving... (laughs) For, for love of her.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I just don't understand why men do this. Just be honest. Say so you're not looking for anything. I feel like, you know, what they're doing is they're already giving the breakup talk before they're even dating. They don't want to date. So they give timing as an excuse on the it's, onset so that they never have to enter the actual relationship.
0: Of course. And, it's a cake and eat it too. Oh, it's a yeah. Cake and a eat heavy it cake too.
1: and eat it too. J.M. also, you allowed this to happen? Yes, you it. you are it. a
0: guilty party.
1: Yep. You reneged on your decision about two weeks after. You thought that it would work out in your favor because you thought he would see how great you are.
0: Trust your instincts. Oh. You did
1: the right thing and then you went back on that. Trust
0: your instincts. Stru-
1: trust your instincts. It It rarely pays off to go back. And you know what it does? You put yourself in a certain category in his mind as the one who will put up with this shit. Yeah. Did she not do that?
0: No. He was like,
1: oh, sweet. She came back. Now I get to fuck her once a week and do my other stuff. Do you think he was lying just through his teeth? Absolutely. He was
0: banging three, four other girls. This guy, come on. This is textbook. Don't ever let this happen again. You learn your lesson without much cost. Not a lot of cost. You did write into a podcast. There's some cost. (laughs) I I understand that. But you got out pretty scot-free. Learn from your lessons. Don't do it again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And when someone brings up timing before you're even dating, I would definitely be wary of someone who makes so many excuses. Yeah. Also, the one date a week. Do you want to circle back to that? Oh
0: my I'm glad you brought that up. If and you they, have, would,
1: they would go four or five days in between I, without I, talking. I, I, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 Okay, okay, okay. Listen. I, I'm not look, I'm I'm a base, I'm a guy. I will tell you this if you were seeing a guy once a week. And you do not talk in between, and that once a week is generally sex dominant. That guy is banging someone else. Yeah, one hundred percent guaranteed. Or even dating someone else. Banging, date. It's all. It's all a general term for you're not the only person in the stew.
1: Yeah, and even if there isn't anyone else, he's looking to do that with other people.
0: You. That's whether, too many free nights. Yes, whether he's banging in spirit or in practice. <laughs> in he is banging something. He's, a, he's a, in the banging department outside of you. 100% guaranteed. Yep. Guaranteed.
1: Yep. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Banging in spirit. <laughs>
0: That's the title of my new book.
1: <laughs> I like that because you know exactly what it means.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. That was a nice... Easy, fast answer to easy, that one. Easy. I mean, she fed it to us. She fed it to She's us. She's like, tell me he's full of shit. Yes. Yes. He's full, here, is that, here that you all go. you wanted? <laughs> yes. Then
0: here you go. Yes. He is full of shit. He's full of we shit. We give Sorry. you what you want.
1: Yeah. All right, JM. Good luck. Keep your chin up. They're not all bad. No. All right, Andy. I think that's a wrap then yeah, yeah. for this Q&A. Mm-hmm. That
0: sure is. Another
1: one in the books. Feeling good?
0: Yeah. No, I'm always sad when these end. There's so many good questions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If only we could choose them all. Maybe one day, Dear Shandy, will just become all Q&As.
0: It's possible. (laughs) It
1: is possible. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, tell your friends. That's a big one. Leave us Apple podcasts, ratings and reviews and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. And on that note, I think that's a wrap. Mm. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye.
0: Dear Michelle.